In today's episode, we are talking about the golden rule to wealth. What is it? Why should you know? And why is it so important? And what kind of role does it play on every aspect of your life? Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame, and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession, or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. It's Gul Khan here, your money mindset expert. And today we're talking about the golden rule to having wealth and abundance. Now, what is the golden rule? Well, the golden rule simply is do unto others as you would have others do unto you. It's a line from the scriptures, from the Old Testament, as is also present in the New Testament, and a variation of it is present in every scripture you'll find, be it the Quran, be it the Bhagavad Gita, be it you know the, the, the holy book for Sikhism. So it's present in all holy scriptures, and it's actually very, very important philosophy. It's the most important idea that not only do you want to your you know your fellow person, your fellow man or woman, you want them to have what you want for yourself. And modern psychologists reiterate this rule as the prime factor in the development of sound interpersonal relations. Now, what does this actually mean? And why am I talking about it today? I thought, <laughs> I know some of you say, well, you know, this is all interesting, but why are you talking about it when it comes to money mindset? Um, bear with me, all will be made clear in a bit. Remember, we when we approach the idea of money mindset and the energy around money, I want you to understand this point very, very clearly. I'm not here to just give you the you know, the books from the things from the textbooks or the things from your, you know, what you expect from other NLP practitioners or something that Tony Robbins talks about, something like that. I want to go on something more deeper than that because I'm going to explain to you why following this rule is the only way for you to create, have and experience wealth in this physical world. It's not just about being a good person. It's actually a lot deeper than that because we are all connected. And today's episode hopefully will highlight that to you and you'll understand why every book, every book that's, you know, this, uh, the scripture book from the, from God, be it from Hinduism, you know, Judaism, Islam, Christianity, whatever, whatever have you and all the big great philosophers all push this idea that what you want for yourself, you should want for your fellow, for your neighbour, for your brother, for everyone else around you. And this is the very reason why the very first point I made in the earlier podcast was there's more than abundance for every single person on the planet. You don't have to think that I want money and so somebody else has to have less money because I want money. There's more than enough money for you to have everything you desire and more and everybody else can have everything they desire and still be surplus leftover. That's the abundance world that you know world we live in. We live in a very abundant universe. And this is very true. And everything around us will actually showcase this. If you look around, if you go to the ocean, the ocean doesn't know anything lack of, of lack of scarcity. If you go to the wilderness, any part, any patch of a land that's left, you know, nature takes over and grows, why, you know, as rapidly as it can. 
you know, fish and other animals, they all procreate and they don't know anything about scarcity. They only know prosperity. They know how to grow and expand their growth, right? Okay, so coming back to this point of this golden rule. So this is very, very important because in order for you to have prosperity in your life, you need to respect this rule. Now, this rule is not just about the fact that I, for example, I, you know, everybody knows that I love cars, right? I'm not very much into um, jewels and so forth, but I do love the, I do love my cars. I have Tesla's in one of my, one of my dream cars and so is the Bentley. So, you know, because I want a Bentley doesn't mean that anybody else, everybody else should not get one. I, if I want a Bentley, how? I want everybody else, everybody to make enough money to be, for everyone to go out and buy a Bentley. I'm not doing it for me to look good. I just want the damn car, right? So, you know, this is, this rule actually allows you to expand your talents and abilities and monetize in this physical world in order for you to have and create and make and whatever you want in this life at the same time, respecting the idea that every single person out there should go and get and then receive everything they desire. Nothing somebody else has, you, you need to have because whatever somebody else has, you can have too. So this idea that you should be envious or covet somebody else something or you know, because someone else has bought something or someone else has bought this home and the land or whatever, you should be envious of it. Hell no. And you need to understand this idea. The reason why you do to others what you want to do unto yourself is such an important element of all scriptures is because this goes really deep into who we are and the way the universe is designed. It's one of the universal laws. People, when they don't respect this law, shoot themselves in the foot, quite simply. So if you want to create X, X amount of wealth and you know you want to have the great house and you want to have the Bentley and you want to have the kind of holidays, but you don't want others to have it, you don't want others to do it, then you will not be prosperous. And this is what we're going to talk about today. Now, this goes deeper, not just psychologically, because, you know, you shouldn't be a selfish person, etc, etc. I want you to understand this, you know, where I'm coming from. You are connected to the universe. Every single one of us is connected to the universe. And I normally give this example that if you imagine, if you look at your hand, if you imagine the palm of your hand is the universe and the individual fingers are you and I, right? And we are all connected to the palms. If we are through all, all of us connected to the universe and through the universe indirectly, we're all connected to each other. If I don't want good for you, how can I want good for myself? Do you see how important this is? If I if I want to prosper, but I can't see you prospering, I can't I can't see you having the freedom of choice. I can't see you having the freedom of movement. I can't see you having the kind of house in the Bentley. Then how can I get it myself? Right? It's it's so so deeper. When I want something for myself, I have to want you to have it too. Because first of all, if I think you know you should have it, I should have it. I'm coming from a place of scarce, lack and scarcity anyway. So if you think that, you know, if everybody has a Bentley, there's not enough Bentleys to make around, how, you know, ask the showroom. They'll make enough Bentleys for everybody, right? Not everybody wants a Bentley anyway, by the way. So that's, that's another story for another day. But there's more than enough abundance for every single person to fulfill their desires. When you believe that, oh, well, you know, if they have it, then I will not have some, you are going against the first law of, of, of abundance, which is, they, you know, there's more than abundance for every single person to have what they desire because the abundance is coming from devices energy and devices energy does not know lack or limitation. 
if you go to devices energy and say i want x y and z you will receive x y and z and that doesn't negate the fact that if your neighbor wants x y and z too he or she will also receive x y and z and there's still be enough left over for 10 other people to go and ask for that and more devices energy does not know or understand lack of limitation we put our limitations on the well i want this but you know he or she can't have this because then i won't be better then when we operate from that kind of mindset guess what we're doing from we're living from a lower egotistical side and this is what we need to control this is where willpower comes in devices energy has given us one thing and one thing only in this physical form and that's our willpower we don't control our heart rate we don't control our internal body regulations we don't even contain you know, our, our, our body temperature. Even that's taken away from us. The only thing we control is our willpower. But that's enough for us to have the kind of life that we want to live on this physical planet for the time duration that we're here for 80, 70, 90, 100 years. And the rest of the time, we, you know, we're in, in the spiritual plane. But that willpower, having control over our willpower is enough. Now, if you use your willpower against you, now what I mean against you, if you are wishing other people ill, I want to be rich, but you can't be rich. I want to have this house, but you can't have this house. I want this car, but you can't, you have this car. Or you feel jealous of it. Like, how dare you have this car? How dare you have this house? How dare you have this abundance? How did you get so lucky? Can you see what's happening? You're thinking from lack of limitation. Now, this goes directly in opposition to the law of attraction. If you are actually in lack of limitation, guess what signal you're sending out to the universe? Lack of limitation, right? So if you believe that there is not enough money, and if my neighbor has it, or my brother has it, or my or my boss has it, or my, or my I don't know, my ex-partner has it, I will, you know, if they have the money that I can't have it, then guess where you operate from lack of limitation. And if if you do think, well, okay, the most enough abundance, he can have it, I can have it, but I don't want him to have it. Again, you're operating from, from your lower egotistical side and therefore pushing your wealth away. Can you see how important it is? In order for you to create abundance in your life financially and in every other area of your life, to be honest, you have to want for others what you want for yourself. I've always believed this always have naturally because this is something that was pushed upon me very very early on by my mother and I'm so grateful for most of my philosophy comes from my mother I it's just it's become solidified and honed and further and I have you know logical reasons why I have those particular philosophies now but this particular one especially came from my mother that she would want for everybody what she wants for herself if she wanted to get you know and she would she would give away she was the most generous person I knew who give away everything but I'm not saying to give away your wealth completely. I want you to live the kind of life that you want to live. But I want you to have the idea and understanding that you can have everything you desire and everybody else can have everything they desire and that does not take away from your good. But at the same time, if you are coming from an egotistical standpoint where I want to be rich, but other people cannot, I, you know, or I deserve this because I'm so much superior or I'm better or so forth. Now, this tells me if you come from that kind of ideology, it tells me that you don't understand what your true intrinsic value is. And we've discussed this on, on the previous episode, on one of the previous episodes of the podcast. I will talk about it here again. Your true intrinsic value does not go up 
all go down. Your intrinsic value cannot change. Who you are cannot change. You are the spiritual being having a physical experience temporarily for the 70, 80, 90, 100 years max on this planet. After that, you're going to go back to the spiritual plane. So there's no way that you can, this 70, 80, or even 100, even 150 years can actually have any kind of impact on the billions of years before and the billions of years you're going to live after, you know, in the spiritual world thereafter. This 150 years place neither here nor there is, is not even equivalent to a drop to the Atlantic Ocean, to the existence you've had before and the existence you're going to have after. This physical life has very little value to play. So, your, nothing you can do on this physical plane can actually add or take away from your intrinsic value. And if that's the case, why should you be thinking that you're better than somebody else? Why should you think, well, I'm allowed to go here, you cannot. I'm allowed the freedom of choice, you are not. I can, you know, talk and do this and, you know, and go into this profession, go into that country, but you cannot. When we start differentiating ourselves from other people and thinking we're better than them, and then somehow we deserve more and they deserve less, you're going in direct opposition to this, this very fundamental universal law of abundance, which is in order for you to have everything you want, you need to have the desire to allow everybody else to have everything they want. And I remember one of my one of my early mentors, Zig Ziglar, said this all you know quite beautifully in one of his teachings. And he was coming from the, I think from the sales perspective, uh, sales perspective, that he said, in order for you to have everything you want, help everybody else get everything they want. But I think he was talking in terms of you know sales and how how you work um, on that point of view. But I think that point was so important. In order for you to have everything you want, and you can. But you need to have this desire also that everybody else should be able to get whatever they want, whatever it is. So not everybody wants to have that big house. Not everybody else wants to have that Bentley. Not everybody wants to have, I don't know, you know, the kind of holidays, whatever that I desire, etc. Everyone is entitled to live their life according to them, you know, what they truly desire. The point is, you need to have this intention fully through your heart to allow Every single person, even those people you do not like, actually, this should be no one that you don't like anyway. If you have somebody that you don't like, then you should do cord cutting with that person and you should do forgiveness exercise on that person. If you ever come to work with me, ever, one of the first things I will get you to do, especially in my high end mastermind, is get you to forgive every single person that has ever crossed your path. Every single person, I mean, every single person, regardless of whether you think they deserved forgiveness or not. But anyway, we digress. So, you know, the idea is that you, every single person, doesn't matter what they have or haven't done to you, even if, even if they have been mean or whatever, that's their, that's their karma and that's their, their, their issues to deal with the device's energy. They deserve to get as much claim, fame, money as you do. So this principle, this has been talk, spoken about time and time again in the Bible, in the Quran, in the Bhagavad Gita, in the uh, in the in the in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, in the in, in the I think it's Guru. I can't pronounce the name. I think Guru Gobind Singh's Gahas um, Khalsa or something like that. You know, I'm, I apologize if I'm saying it incorrectly. I do have a lot of Sikh friends, and I I should know this pronunciation, but I don't. But anyway, I'm sorry. I apologize, but. In the, the book of Sikhism, they all talk about the importance of wanting for others what you want for yourself. Now, when you want for others what you desire for yourself, there is a selfish element to it. And I'm telling you this reason why. Because I always say, I want everyone to have what I want um, because they should have it. Because when I desire good for other people, guess what signal I'm sending out to the universe? 
good things. So when you think badly of somebody else, your subconscious mind doesn't know, you know, who you're referring to. The 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 lot, you know, the, the universe doesn't know who you're talking about. They just know that you're thinking badly about this particular moment. So the signal, your dominant signal at that time is off that off that bad thing. Now, the, and there's an old saying, you know, you know, you fall into graves. You know, when you dig graves for other people, you fall in it yourself. It, it's it's quite it's a quite um, uh, famous saying in the Asian language. The reason is because you're the one who's digging the graves. You're the one who's focusing on the grave, not the person who's supposed to, you want the person to fall into it. So guess who falls into the grave? You do, right? So when you wish something good on someone else. That is a signal that you're sending out to the universe and, and all the time. And that way, you're attracting more abundance and goodness to yourself. On the other hand, if you do all the work and etc., but you have this idea, well, I don't want X, Y, Z to get this. I don't want them to have this fame. I don't want them to get this, you know, this, uh, this prosperity and money, whatever. When you start thinking of lack and limitation, even for others, that is your dominant signal that you're sending out to the universe. And guess what will come back? Lack of limitation back to you. Even when you didn't want it for yourself, you wanted it for X, Y, and Z because you wished on somebody else. Guess what came back to you? Now, this is why I think the universal laws are so amazing. There is, they're so justified. I mean, I always talk, I've spoken about this to a few people and on, on a normal conversation. And I always say how devices energy is so perfect. It's, you know, you can't criticize in any shape or form because it is so perfect whenever you wish something bad for someone else, it happens for you because that's the law. When you wish good things for other people, good things happen to you. That's the law. So when you follow the law of wishing other people good, and it's just not about abundance, it's about everything. When you want others to, when you want others to prosper, when you want others to have freedom, you want, when you, when you want others to have love and, and joy in their life, guess what will show up in your life? Love and joy and freedom. This is so important. So when you wish good things for other people, indirectly, you're wishing good for yourself. However, simultaneously, if you're wishing ill or or you don't want other people to prosper, guess what you're getting, doing for yourself? You're limiting your own prosperity because you are constricting yourself and you're telling the universe, well, I don't want lack, you know, I'm talking about, I'm focusing on, on lack and limitation and the, and the lack of money. That's what we show up in your 3D world. So this principle, this golden principle, which comes from the, you know, from the Old Testament, the New Testament, and in different, in different variations, it comes in all the, all the scriptures ever, and all the, all the great philosophers and everyone, all the great thinkers have all advocated the same principle. Do to others what you want others to do for yourself. Not so that, you know, you look like a good person, but so that you can live a prosperous life. When you wish good for other people, good comes to your life. Let me repeat that. When you wish for good and good things for other people, those good things show up for you unexpectedly in your life. When you wish for bad things, or not only wish them, but you don't like seeing somebody else having money or happiness or whatever, guess what you will, you know, the happiness or joy that's supposed to be coming to you would be taken away. You will either not receive that good uh, or or the prosperity in your life, or if you, it's already present, it'll be taken away. So I hope you understood this, this really, really important point. And that, you know, I'm not talking from a religious perspective. I'm talking it, talking about it from, 
a humanitarian perspective. And also because I'm in your corner, I want you to be prosperous. I want you to be happy. I want you to get every possible thing that you can possibly desire. There's nothing you can dream that's too big. I always say that if, and I've, I've talked about this in one of the other episodes, if there's a desire that you have in your mind, then, then know that the desire comes to you in your heart and your mind second. It's already present in the spiritual world, ready and waiting for you to receive it. Therefore, there's nothing that you can desire that is not already present there and it won't show up for you. You just have to allow yourself to receive it. And one of the best ways to receive all the good that's coming to you is to follow this golden principle that you would do unto others as you would have them, as you would have others do unto you. This is such an important part of of your philosophy. It should be ingrained into your into you know into your psyche, and you should be thinking. It should be it should become second nature. I think I'm quite blessed that most people that I work with tend to have this philosophy also. Some of them are a bit reluctant when it comes to people because they, you know, they need to do some forgiveness exercise. But once we've done the forgiveness exercise, which is, you know, one of the very first modules that you do if you come and work with me in the mastermind, then once we've gone through that, once we've cleared all of this negative and dark energies, then that comes second nature because a lot of people actually do actually want that. They want everyone to prosper as well as themselves. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you got value from it. If you did, I would really appreciate you leaving me, um, leaving us a review and a rating on iTunes or Spotify. And if you do leave us a review, please take a screenshot and email it to moneymindsetpodcast.gmail.com. That's moneymindsetpodcast.gmail.com. And we will send you our Millionaire in Mirror meditation for free as as our way of showing our gratitude for you supporting our podcasting journey. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com. That's G-U-L-L-K-H-A-N.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day millionaire mindset makeover challenge, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.millionairemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in our next five-day challenge. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan. Take care and bye for now.